This episode is sponsored by my Patreon supporters. You guys help continue my love for sharing these stories with the world, so a huge thank you to Terence C, Stephanie E, St. Peaches, Earl B, Christina N, Bunkers, Carlos C, Byron A, Jordan, Roman J, Mona, Luna, Legion, Philip, and our latest Anito patron, Sai. If you are interested in becoming a patron to help support the podcast, then head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. Choose the tier that fits your interests and enjoy early access, exclusive episodes, and more. Hello, my spooky friends, and welcome to the 19th episode of Spooky Saturday. I am your host, Ethan, and today's stories includes Phantom Footsteps, an Aswang Abduction, an Unsettling Jeepney Ride, and an Entity Lurking in the House. Now, before we proceed with today's stories, I want to say thank you to those who sent their spooky stories. It was very fun reading them in the early hours of the morning and scaring myself in the process. So, if you want to scare me more, and if you have any paranormal experiences you'd like to share, please email us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com. Remember, this is not only for Filipino listeners, but also for international listeners. So, if you like it, please spread the word, and who knows, your story might be included in the next episode. And I would also like to take this opportunity to thank you all. Yes, you. You. You know, you you listening right now. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I appreciate it a lot. That I hope that you like the episodes uh, that I've put up so far this season. I hope that you're learning something <laughs> from listening to my podcast. And um, thank you to those who bought the merch. Yay! I hope you like the stickers. Uh, oh, and if you don't know, we actually have a YouTube channel. Uh, you can look for Tabi Tabi Podcast there. I am working on posting short episodes about creatures that couldn't make it in the main podcast. So, uh, yeah. I have a YouTube channel. I'm also on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook if you want to follow our social media to get updated on the next episodes and such. But yeah, that's basically it. So, settle in my dear listeners and let's begin. This first story was submitted by Kla Lucena. Hello, Ethan. I have a story that happened in 2020. This occurred in late January or early February. My supervisor and I had to stay late at our office because we had an annual report due the following Monday. Our office was located within the 100-square-meter warehouse. Our workplace was a two-story studio with large windows on both floors that looks out over the entire warehouse. The steps leading to the office's second story are located outside the building. It is constructed of metal and, as a result, when someone uses the stairs, we can hear their steps. So when you go upstairs, the door to our office is on the right side and there is a large window on that right side. That evening at 7pm, my supervisor and I were the only ones left on the second floor. On the first floor though, people were still cleaning the machines. We kept working so that we could finally go home. For context, my supervisor's table is near the office door. My table, on the other hand, is facing the window. We later heard someone come upstairs, and it was the other staff, 
informing us that they had completed their work and were going home. We allowed them to leave while we stayed because we were still not done with our work. And because I am facing the window, I can see our office mate exit the room and close the gate before heading downstairs. A few minutes later, my supervisor said, Lucy, can you lower the volume of your music? I instantly turned the volume down because I suspected it was bothering her. Then, she opened the door and called our co-worker, the one who had informed us that they were leaving. Joseph? Joseph! She yelled a bit irritated. Mom, Joseph already left. She ignored me and walked up to my table, peering out the window while still calling Joseph. Joseph! Lucy, di mo ba naririnig? May umaakit sa hagdan. Lucy, can't you hear that? Someone's coming up the stairs. And when she said that, my eyes widened and I felt scared. It was a bit cliche because as my boss said those words, we heard footsteps on the stairs, indicating someone is coming upstairs. We were both frozen in our place and we looked at the door, expecting someone to come in. And then the doorknob slowly turned. Mom, let's go home. My voice quivered in terror as I spoke. I quickly switched off my laptop and grabbed my bag while clinging to my supervisor's arm who was also grabbing her belongings. We bravely opened the door only to discover that there was no one at the other end. I'm not sure how we managed to get down so quickly but I'm thankful that we did. But we also heard someone walking down the stairs while we were trying to find the key to open the warehouse gate. I'm still perplexed as to how we were able to return home, Ethan. I know I wasn't making sense at that time, and ever since then, I've avoided working late at night. Thankfully, we moved to another warehouse, and thank goodness, the paranormal activity there wasn't much intense. This next story was submitted by Jabami Yumeko. Uh, this story I recalled hearing on the radio. It was a story about a child who witnessed their father being abducted by an aswang. The child's father was a farmer and he had gone to the fields one day. Without his father's knowledge, the child followed him. The child then witnessed their father being kidnapped by an aswang, or something, and replaced with a banana stump. Fast forward a few hours and they were mourning the father's purported death at home. However, the child did not think that their father was dead since he witnessed him being taken. He informed his family of what had transpired and they proceeded to the house of a reputed Aswang, who happened to be their neighbor. There, they saw the father alive, but he didn't move, as if he was mesmerized. They were able to reclaim the father, but I'm not sure what happened to the neighbor. This next story was submitted by Alex. I wanted to share an experience from years ago sometime around mid-November. My name is Alex and I work as a Chinese and Korean online English instructor. I normally start late in the afternoon and work until late at night about 11pm. 
I don't mind the late night drive home because I only live 10 to 15 minutes away by a jeepney. I had to leave work close to midnight though one night owing to a last minute test class for a possible student, so I had to take one of the last few jeeps home. That night was silent and cool. All you could hear was the winds and perhaps a handful of automobiles in the distance, but not any of the neighboring roads intersecting. Except for a lone motorbike parked outside a bank, the streets were practically vacant. As usual, I headed to the corner to grab a cab home. Nothing unusual happened, nothing out of the ordinary happened. I await for a few minutes at the corner before seeing a jeep approaching. When it came to a halt, I hopped in and take a seat closest to the exit. A tiny child was also in the vehicle but on the opposite side of the seat and about at the central portion at the central part. I pull out my money and ask the boy to paabot ng bayad, but I'm ignored. I didn't bother asking again, so I huffed and moved closer to the driver to pay. I saw the driver became pale, and his attention was continually shifting between the rearview mirror and the road. I shook my head and ignored it and returned to my seat. Then, I stole a glimpse at the young child along the way while I was getting back to my seat and observed that he was dressed in torn and soiled clothing, so I thought, hmm, maybe he's a street kid? The rest of the ride was uneventful. Not many people are on the road, and a handful of cars are along the highway and intersections. I see my stop coming closer, so I prepare to get off when all of a sudden, the jeep jerks to the side, nearly hitting the sidewalk. I quickly got off in panic and speed towards the entrance. I looked at the jeep to get the license plate number when the driver yelled at me to go home quickly. I saw him speed off that made the jeep jump slightly when he drove over a pothole and I saw the boy from the inside got thrown out and onto the street. I shrieked and ran towards the boy. His body was on the road and I could see some dark liquid coming from his nose. I ran back towards the entrance of my neighborhood and asked for the help from the tanod saying a boy fell off a jeep and the jeep just drove off. Manong Tanod got up from his chair and was rushing to come out to the street when we discovered the boy was missing. Manong Tanod and I looked at each other confused then asked me if I was really sure a boy fell. I insisted that yes, there was a boy there. But since we couldn't see anyone on the street, he assumed the boy woke up, got up, and ran. He was such a small boy that... It's just a bit weird that when I looked away for a couple of minutes, he just ran away. At that point, there was nobody in the streets except for me and that tanod. I ended up coming home confused and little paranoid. I couldn't stop asking myself, what did I see? What did the driver see? Why did the driver want me to get off and go home quickly? I still don't know. This last story was submitted by Russell. Hello, Ethan. This occurred in 2013. It was midnight and I was scrolling through my Facebook page on my phone since I sometimes can't sleep early. 
I noticed someone going down the stairs all of a sudden. For reference, the stairs are in the middle of the house facing left and I am on the bottom right. I couldn't see it properly since there are some furnitures on the side of the stairs but I did catch a glimpse of a man's torso without a shirt. I assumed it was my cousin going into our CR because he sleeps on the second floor and he never wears a shirt. So I simply kept surfing on my phone. Then I saw he hadn't turned on the light in our kitchen. Now our CR is next to the kitchen. So that made me suspicious. So I walked into the kitchen, turned on the lights, but there was no one there. I quickly switched off the lights and went back to bed. I considered peeking up the steps, but it was too dark and I was terrified so I didn't. After that, I just went to sleep and fortunately, I fell asleep quickly. I really hadn't thought about the incident from the previous night until my mother said this the next morning. She said that she saw someone standing on the stairs, but she doesn't know who it was. And up until now, I'm still not quite sure what I saw or what my grandmother saw. I know I don't believe in ghosts, but that encounter made me reconsider. And that is it for today's Spooky Saturday. I do hope you enjoyed listening to the stories. Remember, if you have your own paranormal encounters that you would like to share, please email us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Once again, a huge thank you to Kla Lucena, Jobami Yumiko, Alex, and Russell for your submissions. I really appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Oh, and if you also want to help support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. And for as little as 2 or $6, you can gain early access, listen to exclusive episodes, and more. So yeah, thank you so much to my dear patrons for sponsoring today's episode. And to you, my dear listeners, thank you so very much. Once again, I've said thank you too many times at the ending of every episode, but really... Thanks for listening to Tabi Tabi Podcast. This has been Ethan. Join me next time when I share more spooky stories. Bye!